Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number two, where this week we're going to be recapping Welcome to Night Vale, episode 69, Fashion Week. We're going to go listen to it. And as always, we encourage you to listen to it because when we come back, we're going to spoil the hell out of it. See you in a minute. Okay. Hmm. I have a question for you. Okay. Without without talking exactly uh, about what we're talking about, do you buy it? I hmm. I buy that Cecil is really confident. Um, I'm not buying that it's going to work out. I think it's actually going to go really badly. Okay. I don't know that it's going to happen at all. I think something's going to prevent it from happening. Well, yeah. Certainly, the timing of when all this is. Um, I mean, when when Cecil's. Okay, wait, right, we should probably just, <laughs> just start from the very beginning here so not get yes, ahead yes. of ourselves. And not talk around the subject forever. Yes. So. All right. Okay, so uh, episode started out with an announcement that Welcome to Night Vale is starting another uh, UK tour. So I'm going to yeah, be, uh, yeah, yeah. for all of you folks in the UK, I, I hope you enjoy that dearly. So we won't yes, be there. I know. <laughs> Little places like Edinburgh and London and all the places that I'd like to see, even without going to a Night Vale show. But as of the time of this episode coming up, tickets are going on sale tomorrow. So it's uh, Friday, June 5th. Tickets will go on sale for all, all of our UK listeners. I'm sure we have lots. I'm of sure we do. Yes. Please mention if you are a UK listener, that would probably yes. make our day. Yeah, that would be really cool. It'd be nice to talk to our friends across the pond. But So the episode starts out, uh, Cecil says he's got news, capital N, and then news, small n. So he starts with the small news. It's Fashion Week, which... Like everything in Night Vale means something a little different there than it does. Yeah, here. it did put me in mind of the episodes like uh, Street Cleaning Day and mm-hmm, uh, Poetry mm-hmm. Week and just mm-hmm. something that would be normal news anywhere else. But of course, in Night Vale, it becomes deadly. Yeah, because if you're inside the sphere, I guess they called it, that means that there's this big glowing sphere that will come and absorb you up for your lack of fashion. So everybody's running around in a panic. And of course, it's it's mandatory to attend. So everybody's, oh, yeah. you know, in an absolute panic and terrified out of their mind and still participating. Yes, exactly. Michelle Nguyen is apparently one of the only people who's not terrified. What was it that she was wearing? She was wearing a summoner's cloak, a baseball catcher's mitt, and uh, these neon lights in place of her eyes, I guess. Yep. So she's and listening to intently to a pair of headphones that are plugged into absolutely nothing. How much you want to bet we're going to see that as a cosplay this year at convention season? I <laughs> want to see that. Neat. I want to see a bunch of Welcome to Night Vale uh, uh, costumes out there. So oh, yeah. I'll actually be uh, at San Diego Comic-Con this year. So cosplayers, Ooh. you get on that. Oh. Yes, yes. We will take your picture when we see you. Yes. I got a, um, yeah, I got a Welcome to Night Vale Girl Scout last year. That was fun. So That's really cool. But uh, I think, um, of course, Michelle Nguyen would be the only person who enjoys fashion. Fashion Week because she's convinced that she's the only person that's actually hip in the whole entire town. Yeah, well, apparently the sphere believes her because she didn't get absorbed. Pamela Winchell, our uh, emergency press secretary, what was her costume again that she was wearing? I think she had latched onto the idea that long cigarette holders were hip, mm-hmm. so she mm-hmm. was holding 
dozens of them in her fists and just talking about how hip she was. But she was also floating very fashionably three feet off the ground. So apparently Mm -hmm. levitating is considered hip. And it worked. The sphere did not uh, absorb her. So she was spared from the sphere, which is the the word for hip in in Night Vale. And I have to admit, I would agree with that. I think floating would be very fashionable. So I'd say so. So, But but more on the uh, Fashion Week later, Cecil also wanted to talk about the fact that he spent a week uh, with his niece Janice over while her parents were off on a romantic holiday um, in the depths of the hollow earth, I think is where they were at. Mm-hmm. Which you can get there easily by ordering something. What is it off the Arby's healthy choice menu? So yeah, I think case so. you need to get there, that's what you do. Yeah. So, but he, he really enjoyed it. Uh, Janice is growing up. She's not a child anymore. You know, they hung out and watched movies and he, you know, kind of asked maybe if she had a crush on any guys or girls in school and she kind of dodged the question and he let her because he said it's not for me to pry that's the government's job oh hold on a second oh damn it hello hey hi can i call you back in a little bit elizabeth and i are recording a podcast hi mom okay bye should we leave that in? We may. I know we talked about it. Okay. Uh, yes. So, yeah, because he knows that if he ever really wanted to find out, he could just go to the public registry of middle school crushes. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm so glad that wasn't ever a thing when I was in middle school. Oh. I'm glad that's not a thing for me now. Oh, yeah. No, not good. Not <laughs> Because you mentioned that it was an ever-changing registry. I'm thinking, uh-huh. Yeah, it, it kind of is. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a thing that does change depending on the day. It does. So, next segment was corrections to the community calendar. And yes. basically, pretty much everything from next week is scrapped because it's when the alien invasion is occurring. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, we're going to be uh, taken prisoner. They're going to start eating us. And then eventually, Tamika Flynn and the beings that aren't really angels are going to overthrow our new masters in favor of our old masters. So that's like the week in review very shortly. Cecil wasn't sure if he should call it corrections or the community calendar community corrections, whatever. So he said, this has been what it was. And I'm like, oh, t-shirt, (laughs) t-shirt. Next segment was, oh, the announcement about the new old opera house is going to be opening very soon on June 15th, actually. That's when the opening night is. Uh, Lee Marvin has written a whole new opera and he's going to be directing it and he's going to be the entire cast. Yes. And serving concessions during the intermission, too. Yeah. So. so he's pretty spry for somebody that I thought died in 1987. Oh. Yeah, no, apparently not. He's only like, what, 30, 30? years old? Yeah, I think yeah, he's 30. Up, he looks yeah. darn good for 30, I'd say. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, not bad. And then we had the traffic, which was very odd. It was talking about a man who called himself our tour guide to the universe, and he's not a serious man, but this is not a serious life. And I just got the oddest idea that they were talking about Carl Sagan. I don't know where I thought that, you know. I, I like that, actually. Yeah, <laughs> Our yeah, tour yeah. guide to the universe. So I yeah, th- yeah, yeah. That may be something. I never watched the old uh, Cosmos. Oh, God. Cosmos? Yeah, 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 you should. It's really good. We, we actually sat and watched it. And I just, nice. it's amazing. And of course, you know, getting to hear him say billions and billions. <laughs> I actually want to watch the Neil deGrasse Tyson new one as well. Just that's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> that's good as well. We've only gotten a few episodes in that. You're right. There isn't enough hours to watch all no. that stuff. So No, 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 no. But then the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home said in a press release that was sewn into the lining of Cecil's jacket, if you want to see an opening night, I'll have a show for you. She is publicly declaring that she won't wait anymore. She is going to destroy the mayor 
on opening night, June 15th, which, by a staggering coincidence, is also the day we get a new uh, Welcome to Night Vale episode. So, yeah. Nice how that works out, isn't it? Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't planned at all. It's just one of those things that happened. Frank Chen, completely normal Frank Chen, says that Hiram McDaniels has left town and is not going to come back and... That's perfectly believable. Totally believable. I do like the fact that uh, one of Frank Chen, normal human, uh, Mm -hmm. one of his five heads, the purple one, is now talking with a paper bag over his head because Frank Chen's purple head uh, isn't down with all of their plans. No, no. But I actually, I would love to see like an animation of Frank Chen, you know, dragon in disguise and being all very sneaky and everything and then the purple head says something in the bag because it says the other heads shushed him and i could totally see all the other heads sort of bending down shh, shh, quiet stop it knock, knock it off <laughs> uh then the sphere showed up at the radio station to judge the entire radio station on whether the station was hip yes exactly and cecil didn't prepare and it's not that he didn't want to prepare he just doesn't care you know he just doesn't find it important in the slightest and what was it that he said he was wearing oh yeah i mean he didn't prep at all or or try to wear anything fashionable he said he's wearing leather pants and a hawaiian shirt and a baseball cap made of honeycombs basically what he slept in last night (laughs) (laughs) of course he did sometimes i think you know we talked about how sometimes there's fan art bait when they say something you're like oh we gotta see a picture of that and then there's cosplay bait like michelle Nguyen's outfit sometimes i think they're just taunting the cosplayers (laughs) we dare "Ah." you we absolutely dare you (laughs) yeah and someone will you know someone's going to show up in a honeycomb cap and we're gonna be like it's his own he just got up So then we went to the weather, and I really liked the weather this week. I did. I love that that guitar beat going through the whole yeah. thing there. And what was it called this time? It was called Evelyn by Kim Tillman and Silent Films. And it really sounded like something that wouldn't be out of place in a Quentin Tarantino movie. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was neat. It was very cool. You tried to find the lyrics, I believe. I did, yes. I uh, could not find anything, so I'll have to keep looking, because I'll be adding this one to my playlist. But I did manage to find... Uh, Kim Tillman's Facebook page and the top post was of course her thrilled being thrilled that uh, her song's going to be on Night Vale because who wouldn't be oh yeah absolutely but we come back from the weather and Cecil's fine he said you know radio's timeless radio exists outside of time and dimensional space and it will always be hip so we all knew that anyway so of course this fear went on into the desert to judge cacti and jackrabbits and whatever But then we finally get the news, capital N, from Cecil. Uh, Yeah, Cecil will always continue to be a broadcaster. Just not here. No, and not in a format that we're going to be able to listen to, he says. He's moving to the desert otherworld to be with Carlos, and he will broadcast there. Yeah, and he said that uh, Kevin... And he does, you know, I, I was wondering for a second if maybe Cecil was going to convince himself that it wasn't that Kevin. But no, he said Kevin has built a, uh, a radio station out there that is open for anyone to use for broadcasting. And he says the station only has a little blood. So he, mm-hmm. he thinks it'll be fine. And that, yeah. you know, uh, Kevin seems to have calmed down, settled down a little bit. So, yeah, I'm... Does this seem something like a relationship sort of thing? Like, you know, one person is desperately trying to hang on to the relationship or or trying to be happy doing what they know the other person wants, but they're not 
really happy i mean it it could be it's like i've always said when i hear about people who say they have an open relationship i'm like if you show me a couple that has an open relationship i'll show you one person who's in an open relationship and the other person is just kidding themselves so i kind of think that's what's going on with cecil i just i have this big note that i wrote down when that happened i'm like he trusts kevin i mean my god is he taking kashik with him I don't know. We don't know that. I hadn't even thought about that. Oh, no. Oh, all right. If I hear that he left Koshek behind, I'll know something's up. I'm because like, no. you remember, Carlos is allergic to cats. So that could be oh, another. Yeah. Yeah. Every time I hear about that, too, when someone's like, oh, yeah, I don't have cats because, you know, I used to. But then I got rid of it when I started dating so-and-so. I'm like, why? Why would you do that? No. <laughs> but yeah. And so he says he's going to broadcast, but we're not going to hear it because it's not going to be in a format that we can hear. But I mean, of all the of all the stuff that he's talking about, about being so, you know, upbeat and relentlessly positive about this, he is kind of sick of Night Vale. And he yeah, actually he, he's, yeah. he came out and said he's tired of a mayor who can't protect herself which is a little harsh but then on the other hand he does still think that she's manipulating him to save her all the time yep yep and at this point i'm convinced that she isn't i'm just going to put that out there right now i I don't think dana is the one who uh i would be very surprised if she is i feel like there's a twist coming up yeah well he's just been so convinced i mean it it really does feel like it's we're we're being set up for for something for some big reveal so coincidentally Mm. the next episode on june 15th will be cecil's last broadcast so i'm sure that just randomly worked out oh yeah it's his last broadcast on the same day as the opening of the new old night vale opera house same day that the faceless old woman who secretly lives in your home has delivered an ultimatum i'm sure that's yeah. all just a big coincidence this is going to be a hell of an episode it so. really is it's this, hard this, to sing that this yeah. is almost like sweeps week for night vale i mean all the yeah. big things are going to happen here yeah yeah so in non night vale related news because we said we were going to do that Catherine finally saw age of ultron yay <laughs> <laughs> boy it took me a long time to do that didn't it but that's all right that's all right but your your general thoughts oh my god i loved it oh i mean i i just if i started listing all the cool things that i loved about that i we would go on for another hour so just loved all of the effects from the maximoff twins so loved all that yes the hulkbuster scene oh the whole (laughs) we both talked about that afterwards i was watching the whole scene with my knees up to my chin (laughs) (laughs) so awesome loved Vision and the hammer. So Vision and the hammer. That just, yeah. well, I love that Paul Bettany is actually getting a real face now. So that he's yeah, not yeah. just Jarvis. Now he's the Vision. So that yeah, works yeah. for me. Of course, on a Clintasha level, the fact that they have absolutely destroyed any possibility of any relationship between Hawkeye and Black Widow ever. I am still in mourning over that. I am just... And yet it was so funny because you had told me that you both loved and hated the movie you know, equally. And mm-hmm. you weren't going to tell me why. And I thought somebody was going to die. And then I thought, well, she really likes Kantasha. Maybe they're going to have a really horrible breakup and they both hate each other or they try to kill each other or something. I'm telling you, um, 
Clint walks into the farmhouse and he says, honey, and I just perk up and I nudge Nathan. This is why Elizabeth said she hated it. Oh, I just knew. <laughs> right. With yeah. that one word, I knew, oh, that's why. Yeah, that would be because it. Because, of course, it's not enough, you know, to kill one of them off. No, no, no. They have to make him happy with somebody oh, else. Yeah. You can't wish that away. You can't no, wish. No, you can't wish him to lose a horrible his, person. His wife and his kids and all that. No. And Natasha seems to be fine with all of it. Yeah. So, damn. It's an interesting note um leland from the movie issues podcast told me because i saw it with him and he said that in the ultimate universe hawkeye clint had a family there and natasha romanoff killed them and he went on a rampage and then killed her and Whoa. I, t- wow. I, know, I, just, I know and i told jada that and jada's like oh we don't need that version and i'm like no no that's, i don't we, think we, we really do we wouldn't that. like natasha anymore if that no. happened so no. that would be and i don't know in the ultimate universe she might not be black widow she might just be natasha romanoff i don't i don't i never read the ultimate universe and now that there's secret wars i guess there isn't an ultimate universe anymore but that remains to be seen i don't know i've just started rereading the uh brian michael uh, bendis daredevil run oh, and uh, nice. it starts out with his uh identity getting revealed to the press so he's having to deny 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 and the black widow shows up at one point and apparently oh. they are they like used to date so and now oh. she's like his psycho ex-girlfriend so and she's oh, she has dear. no problem with you know throwing all kinds of monkey wrenches into his life basically oh, god yeah she's a layered character i'll say yes but, that's right yeah. yeah on just one last little bit of ultron news now jeremy renner who's made some comments about black widow being a slut and fine you know i know he was joking the first time he wasn't joking the second time he said it on conan but you know we can have a conversation about this some other time but i did think it was interesting he posted a bit of fan art that he found now it's called daddy hawk which is not what you think it is it's actually a picture of him and the Maximoff twins, and he's kind of like a father figure to them. It's adorable. It's wonderful. It is really just a very, very sweet piece of fan art. Jeremy Renner found it and tweeted it. Unfortunately, in tweeting it, he covered over the name of the artist. This picture is friggin' everywhere. Everybody's posting it around, and we wanted to make sure. Catherine used her Tumblr foo and actually found the original artist. The original artist, you can find him at, or her, I'm not sure, reducto1art.tumblr.com. I will put in a link. It is a fantastic little piece of fan art, and we really kind of want to make sure that the original artist gets credit. I don't think, obviously, Jeremy Renner didn't do that on purpose, but I just don't think he realized that it's like, if you really like a piece of art, just credit the artist, you know? They should get some kudos themselves. Because it's just too easy to share stuff all over the internet, and then there's no documentation of who made it, and that's sad. That makes makes me a sad panda, so let's not do that. Yeah, so just uh, check it out, and go, if you're on tumblr go throw a favorite on it because it's really really cute uh in other art and comic book related news i don't know if anyone has been following neil gaiman's sandman overture comic book series but number issue number five finally came out finally my god i can't even remember when this series started i mean how many months did it would pass between four and five i don't know but i was visiting you guys and we all went down to florida together was that that was august i think that was august that was august when we went into that one comic shop and i picked up a copy of issue three yeah so three came out in august so five comes out end of may yeah whoa 
my God. That's, that's, that's yeah. a long time. It's all, I mean, Nathan's told me all about when he was buying the original issues of Watchmen when it first came out. So that should yeah. give you an indication of our age. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he remembers that it just, it got slower and slower and slower and it took so long. And you just sit there seething, wanting the next issue. And you're so mad that it's taking so long. And at the same time, you can't rush it. Because nope, it's, it's nope. just, it's art. <laughs> it's, and it's absolutely worth waiting for. Oh, good, good. Because I haven't picked it up yet. I was reading all the Secret Wars books this week, which are really all very, very good. If you're not reading Secret Wars, you really should just pick up a couple. They're all like little short stories, you know, just alternate dimensions, picking up from storylines from years ago and telling new stories in it. They're really, the art's good. The writing's good. Highly recommend it. I'm actually kind of curious when the next issue of Fables comes out because it's the last issue and they oh, decided wow. to do something different with the last issue. They had the second to the last issue, you know, as normal. And then there's a long wait because the last issue is going to be a full graphic novel. So oh, that's wow. how they're going to do that. And uh, okay. this, this has really been coming up coming up to this apocalyptic sort of ending i mean everybody's life is getting run through the rigor i kept i stopped reading the series ages ago but i keep picking up the issues and thumbing through it and looking at the graphic novels because i'm like now i want to know what happened yeah yeah exactly well at least they i think it's almost like they're doing kind of what they're doing on netflix with binge watching maybe they're going to realize that's how people want to read comics too you know i mean it doesn't seem to have hurt the, I, I, you can't even call it the television industry anymore, but, you know, what would you call it? The video industry? The episode industry? The show industry? Hollywood? I don't know. Episodic drama epi- series. I, I have yeah, no idea yeah. what you would refer to it. No, I, maybe. I mean, I think... it's. I love comic books, and I, I, I still go to the comic book store... You know, at least once every other week, I buy the uh, Transformers More Than Meets the Eye series, which I love. And that's just, like, that's just a highlight to be able to go and buy the paper copy for me. I mean, I do read some online stuff, but the paper is just amazing. And of course, also, if you don't end up liking the comic book, you can sell it to the used bookstore, which you can't do with a digital copy. So No, you but, can't. Once you buy that sucker, you're, it's, it's yours. Yeah, but... Uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think the paper copy is eventually going to have to go away, just because of we're yeah. we're in we're in the age of the smartphones and digital everything, and you've got to be able to access everything on your computer at any time that you want. And who buys paper anymore? And I think, uh, but then again, yeah. you know, I I think people were talking about the writing was on the wall for comic books back when you and I were in college, and it it's hasn't true. happened. No, but I I work for a newspaper, so. I'm familiar with the scenario, so yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah you've been hearing that a... for a long time, haven't oh, you? Oh yeah, oh yeah. But you know, it's it's really getting to where yeah, if you your content, if it's not all digital, it's going to have to be mostly digital. So yeah, we could speculate forever on that one. So you just have to change with the times. You know, sucks, but yeah. You know, at least there's still call for artists. So I do like that. I mean, whether it's exactly. going to be in graphic novel form or comic book form or downloaded on a digital copy, someone's still got to do the art. Yeah, that's very true. And the writing. I'm sorry. I should pay attention to the writing. The longest time, Elizabeth and I just didn't pay attention to the writers. So it was all no. about the art for us. Yeah, exactly. And it actually took until reading Sandman to actually, sometimes I didn't like the art in that series, but I always liked the writing because it's Neil Gaiman. So how can you not like it? Yep. And one last bit we uh, completely forgot, uh, jumping right back to the Welcome to Night Vale. Uh, if you can look up Emily Sculpt on DeviantArt 
and she has a statue of yes. Kashik, and yeah. it is it's amazing and it's it's, it's a com- it's a commission piece so she's not going to be you know doing a cast of it and selling it to a bunch of people and she she does do lots of commissions but she doesn't do repeat commissions so there's right. probably not going to be but it's kashik and there's a little bit of on the pedestal there's a little bit of bathroom tile looking pattern there and his yes. tail is kind of curling up from that as a support and he's just kind of hanging in there very sweetly uh, yeah, he's all yeah. black uh, it looks like he has a third eye and he's got purple spikes yeah it's really my comment when i saw that one was oh he looks totally survivable yeah (laughs) it's really beautiful it's gorgeous so and that's all the fan art we have for this week so please send us your fan art you know what since we're branching out you can branch out on the fan art if you see some awesome little piece of art and you know who the artist is um please send it to us if you don't know who the artist is you can send it anyway we're getting pretty good at tracking that kind of stuff down yeah the google image search is a fantastic thing yes it is very much so so for more episodes you can find us at pixelatedgeek.com hopefully soon you'll be able to find us on binarysystempodcast.com and over on pixelated geek every other monday you have two geeks in a podcast tuesdays is pixel click podcast wednesdays is comic issues thursdays is binary system friday is movie issues and floating around is the tripod podcast these are all really good podcasts you should check them out pixelatedgeek.com for more of that stuff got whatever you want on there pretty much a little bit of everything yeah everything that i just listed covers tabletop gaming video games movies comic books and us which is like other yeah (laughs) you know at this point it's like if you happen to like books too there's also a book review on tuesdays oh yeah there you go yeah yeah that would be Catherine's stuff so and other than that we will see everybody for the big episode on the 15th in a couple weeks talk to y'all later